Thank you for tuning in to this audio-only podcast presentation. This is week 117 of the Lindahl Letter publication. A new edition arrives every Friday. This week, the topic under consideration for the Lindahl Letter is a literature review study of non-male polling methodology. This week, I ended up trying to find some solid academic articles to read. This time around, I found a few that have publicly available downloads to share. Digging around literature related to non-male polling methodology methods opens the door to a lot of different directions. You will get a sense from the journals listed below that a lot of literature exists and research is being conducted about public opinion. My interests are more in the automated methods that would help collect sentiments and complete polling without active respondents. Data abounds and, and some of it holds the key to understanding how sentiment is being expressed. Being able to catalog and share that sentiment is an interesting thing to automate. Here are some of the articles. From 1995, from Voss Gelman King. A Review Pre-Election Survey Methodologies, Details from Eight Polling Organizations, 1988-1992, in Public Opinion Quarterly. Prosser and Mellon from 2018, The Twilight of Polls, A Review of Trends in Polling Accuracy and the Causes of Polling Misses, Government and Opposition. Martin, Tragott, and Kennedy, 2005, A Review and Proposal for a New Measure of Poll Accuracy, Public Opinion Quarterly. Price, Nijins, 1998, Deliberative Polls, Toward Improved Measures of Informed Public Opinion, International Journal of Public Opinion Research. Let's see what ChatGPT Model 3.5 would generate related to this one. While male polling remains a tool, a valuable tool for collecting data, advances in technology have led to development of a variety of non-polling methods. In this literature study, we will explore the latest research on non-male polling methodology. First, online polling has become increasingly popular, particularly for collecting data and quickly and cost-effectively. A study by the Pew Research Center found that online polling can be just as accurate as traditional phone or mail polling, but response rates may be lower, particularly among certain populations such as older adults or those with lower levels of education. Secondly, Phone polling remains a popular method for collecting data, particularly for political polling. However, the rise of mobile phones has presented new challenges for phone polling. A study of the European Social Survey found that mobile phone users are more likely to be younger and have higher levels of education, leading to a potential bias in the results. Additionally, increasing rates of spam or robocalls may lead to declining response rates. Thirdly, social media has presented new opportunities for pollsters, particularly for collecting data on younger populations. However, Concerns have been raised about those representativeness of social polls as they may attract self-selected respondents and may not be representative of the broader population. Fourth, researchers have explored the use of text message polling, particularly for collecting data quickly with a high response rate. A study by the National Opinion Center, NOR, NORC, found that text message polling had higher response rates than email or online polling, particularly among younger populations. Finally, Researchers have explored the use of location-based polling, which involves collecting data from individuals based on their geographic location. This method can be particularly useful for collecting data on local issues, but concerns have been raised about potential for privacy violations. In conclusion, non-male polling methods have become increasingly popular in recent years, particularly for 
collecting data quickly and cost-effectively, while online phone, social, and text messages have and location-based polling all have their advantages and disadvantages. Researchers have found that no single method is universally superior. The choice of polling methods should depend on their research question, the population being surveyed, and resources available. All right, well, not a not a bad not a bad output from ChatGPT. Um, I've been having some fun working with uh, OpenAI's ChatGPT recently. I'm sure you're you're getting a sense of that here over the last couple of weeks. What's next for the window letter? Week 118, a paper on political debt as a concept versus technical debt. Week 119, all that bad data abounds. Week 120, the one with an obligatory AI trends post. Week 121, considering an independent study of applied AI syllabus. Week 122, will AI become a platform or a service? If you enjoyed this content, then please take a moment and share it with a friend. If you are new to the window letter, then please consider subscribing. New editions arrive every Friday. Thank you and enjoy the week ahead.